What's up, folks? Uh, taking an ad out on my own podcast just so I can let you know about, uh, once again, these upcoming dates I have for my Hard to Say show. March 22nd, I'm in Denver. March 24th, I'm in Boulder, Colorado. And March 27th, Fort Collins, Colorado. If you're there, if you know anyone there, it would mean the world to me if you let people know about this. Uh, I'm going to be doing more shows as well. Seattle, Portland, Santa Cruz, Bay Area, look out for that. But if, if you could please let people know the 22nd, 24th, and 27th, I'm going to be in Denver, Boulder, and Fort Collins doing comedy about my experience living with trigeminal neuralgia, uh, a.k.a. suicide disease. This is a show I've been working out uh, for a while that, that has been extremely fulfilling and uh, wonderful, uh, you know, despite not being good feeling physically. Um, you know, I know I harp about it a lot and all this stuff going on with my medical situation. This has been sort of my coping and my reason for continuing. So I have, uh, uh, I'm excited to finally do it somewhere else other than Los Angeles. So please, if you're in Denver, Boulder, Fort Collins, go to kyleayers.com slash shows, K-Y-L-E-A-Y-E-R-S.com slash shows. Uh, I have a mailing list you can sign up for there as well. It'll let you know when I'm in your area. That's the best stuff you could do to possibly support me would be that sort of thing there. Thank you very much. Um, I hope this was a, I hope I uploaded this ad properly to my own show. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey, everybody. On today's episode, uh, Daniel Shar returns. You know Daniel Shar. He has been on here before. He has never seen Mission Impossible. Today, he has never seen Lord of the Rings. He really hasn't seen anything. This hi Mojo. What are you doing? No, don't eat that. Sorry, dog walking around. Don't eat it. Buddy. Okay, he's trying to eat paper. Um, anyways, Daniel Shar has never seen get your head out of the trash can. Daniel Shar has never <laughs> seen Lord of the Rings, but he rewrote it, and today we read his script. Uh Char, who I've known for a long, long, long time, basically the whole time I've ever done comedy, he uh, wrote and directed a movie called Scraps, which is on Prime Video, and you can see a lot of his stuff that he's done on DanielShar.com. We're also joined by the incredibly funny Jonathan Braylock. Jonathan Braylock, you may know, uh, he was uh, one of the guys behind Astronomy Club on Netflix, and he has a podcast called Black Men Can't Jump, which is very funny. Uh, so you can follow him at John Braylock. Uh, so we got Daniel Shar. He has never seen Lord of the Rings. It's incredible. has one of my favorite lines that's ever been on the podcast, and just a good time. We had a lot of fun. Uh, we play some dad game. We play some before and afters. Everyone is rightfully, justifiably upset about the games the whole time. And it's good. Shar's script is so fun. It's nice to see Jonathan, who I've known for a long time as well. Uh, thank you for listening. Please enjoy Daniel Shar. Has never seen Lord of the Rings. I don't know if we've done this before, Lord of the Rings. It's so huge. It's a... Okay, we talked about it. I don't got to get into it now. Please enjoy it. Please come follow uh, the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Never Seen It Show. Uh, I'm at Kyle Ayers on both of those. Please come find me on there. If you enjoy the show and you want episodes early, if you want ad-free episodes, if you want them uncut. Hey, Mojo. He's just dragging his blanket in here now. You want the blanket? What are you doing? He just being a dog. Uh, anyways, if you want ad-free episodes, early stuff, as well as bonus episodes of multiple other podcasts and, and projects I've started, patreon.com slash never seen it is your best place for that patreon.com slash never seen it i have my own podcast on there we also have a separate podcast called uh really seen it where i talk to folks about the movies they've seen the most and then make them take a quiz about that movie so a bunch of extra stuff on there check it out i would appreciate it it's only a few bucks a month patreon.com slash never seen it uh and get a bunch of bonus stuff thank you very much for listening please enjoy daniel shar has never seen lord of the rings i hope you are well everyone i hope you're healthy and happy and there feels like a light at the end of all this stuff right maybe yeah it feels like it's there
Anyways, please enjoy the episode. Uh, find us online. And yeah, well, we're on Discord. If you're into that, if you're a Discord folk, fart.kyleairs.com. Come hang out with Never Seen It fans. Basically, it's just a big message board with a bunch of fans of the show. Fart.kyleairs.com will give you a link. Thank you for listening. Mojo, he got a whole pillow now. We started the recording. And I'm eating bread. Is there anything more rude to be doing on my own podcast than like <laughs> eating toast? <laughs> well, the uh, you know, you figured out the remote audio and everyone has professional mics and everyone's nice enough to record on their own. And then you ate toast loudly um, on your podcast. Okay, well, we'll go. This has never seen it. I'm your host, Kyle Ayers. This is the podcast where I have comedians rewrite famous movies they've never seen before. Today, having never seen... I can't believe we've never done this one on the podcast. I don't think we have. Having never seen Lord of the Rings, joining us once again is Daniel Shaw. Thank you for being Hello. here. Hello. Thank you for having me. And today, joining us for the first time, I'm going to assume having seen Lord of the Rings, because it he is a person, is Jonathan Braylock. <laughs> have you seen it before? What's going on? I have seen Lord of the Rings. I have. Uh, it's funny so, that we're doing this because I was on uh, I, don't, I was on newcomers with Lauren and Nicole Byer. They did a Lord of the Rings, and I was and I talked about Lord of the Rings on their podcast too. <laughs> so, well, no, what is so newcomers that people? I want to know kind of what the idea behind that podcast is. I don't, that's that's just it's literally just them watching things that they've never seen before. That's great. It's like uh, well, the other side of the coin of this. So, <laughs> yeah, are you a, like Lord of, for people with initiative? this is have you ever uh procrastinated something and it would have taken so much less time to just do the thing like man instead of sending that email i should look at that person's social media and see if they're even by their computer (laughs) would they even want an email right now uh why did you when did you go on there because you're a lord of the rings expert or did you watch it for the first time no no i i yeah i went on there because i i i (laughs) I told them, like, I'm not an expert expert because there are people who literally speak Elvish. Um, so, you know what I mean? <laughs> when those yeah. people exist in the world, it's hard to call myself a Lord of the Rings expert. Uh, but I do really like the Lord of the Rings. Uh, and they okay. know me. Yeah, so there's that's next level, why. even maybe more than Star Wars. There's, like, lore experts for Lord of the Rings. And one of them hosts The Late Show. But there are, like, <laughs> isn't Stephen Colbert's, like, famously a next, next level lord of the rings expert and right i i watched the movies i read the books uh maybe in seventh or eighth grade excited that the movies were going to come out and boy did they make me less excited (laughs) (laughs) tell us what you really think i like the books and i like the movie but when you read the books they're so dense you're like am i gonna watch a movie and four hours is gonna be about the history of a sword oh right yes (laughs) no you're right and then you watch the movies, and you're like, "Where's all stuff about that sheath?" <laughs> you're like, they're both so you good wanted the four hours of sheath. Yeah. No, I'm just like an asshole. I think I was like mad at both versions of them. <laughs> Where's this love the five page the movie. song? <laughs> I know this. The five page song was just hummed in the background of the woods. Come on. Uh, I mean, it's okay. I, I, I always want to ask Char, like, how did you avoid seeing this? But it comes up all the time. You just didn't see it. You just haven't seen it because it's a movie. Yeah, that's pretty much um, the main thing. Is I just don't, uh, I'm not a very open-minded person when it comes to entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'd like to think I am in a lot of other ways. But when I'm sitting down to watch something, I pretty much just want to laugh. And that's it. And I don't, I don't really have much of an imagination or interest in that's in sad. anything else okay laughs there's some laughs in lord there are a couple of laughs yeah man gimli's small <laughs> i'm trying to think of like what other lord of the rings things um prompted yeah. by a debate we did the other day i'm starting a march madness bracket uh for trees and tree beard is probably going to be a one seed. We just talk about like there's Groot, there's it. trees, there's the trees in Annihilation that tend to evolve mm-hmm. really quickly. Um, we're going to try and start a sixteen tree tree bracket here shortly, and I think tree beard might be one of them. Um, but I can't That's think of incredible. what other laughs there are in Lord of the Rings. You know, a couple of the hobbits are kind of funny. Yeah, it's specifically Merry and Pippin. They're just like yeah. they're like the comedic relief of the of the films. They sort of do just bop around to be funny, and then they make fun of Gimli for being small. 
Right. And that happens yeah. a lot. It does happen like, a lot. That's what I'm saying. Can't believe yeah. I predicted all of that when I wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get into the script. Yeah, let's get into it. Before we talk too much about what actually happens, because I don't want to um, miss the stuff that Shar actually nailed here. So you cast it in the email, but go ahead and um, yeah. is everyone able to pull it up here in front of them? I got yes. it. Um, so we're going to have uh, John, you'll play Gollum and Bilbo, and then I will be Gandalf. And then there are two other characters that uh, you guys know who you're playing, right? Okay. Wow. Cast himself as Gandalf. Real casting from some feels like <laughs> someone who's seen the movies. Is <laughs> casting themselves here. All right. So my character, I'm the one that we have here in the uh, um, email, correct? Yes. Okay. And I'll do the stage directions as well. I'm just saying, if I had seen the movies, I would probably cast myself <laughs> as Gandalf. He like All writes right. the script about what's happening, right? That's what Gandalf does. Oh no! <laughs> All right, we'll get into it. All right, this is Lord of the Rings, never seen by Daniel Shar. All right, so uh, my understanding is this is originally based on somewhere between three and eighty books by J.R.R. Tolkien, or maybe it was George R.R. R. Martin. Definitely <laughs> one of those authors with initials in their name. Thankfully, not J.K. Rowling. Unfortunately, not R.L. Stein. Exterior, Narnia, day. A confused man cranes his neck in a futile attempt to see beyond the unnaturally tall trees surrounding him. He cries out for help in an unmistakable New Zealand accent. Can anyone hear me? Hello? A tense silence. Then, the sound of twigs crunching under feet. He whips around and sees a schlubby guy approaching. Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) Where am I? Look around, stupid. It's a forest. Yes, okay, but where exactly? Seriously? The the eternal zeitgeist, duh. Wait, aren't you that guy from Flight of the Concords? I'm pretty sure I am, yeah. Which, which one? That I don't know. Could be either <laughs> of us, really. <laughs> I think we did a music video making fun of worlds like this, but I can't tell if I'm having a fever dream about that or if I exist here for real now. Oh my god, this is perfect. Today, today's the start of our annual competition to crown a new Lord of the Rings. And you're in luck. I'm going to tell you how to win so I can bet big on you and solve all my problems. Oh, no thanks. I don't want to cheat. Do you want to live? Yes. Then listen to me, Brett or Jermaine. As a winner myself, I can tell you, life as a ring lord isn't easy or good. It's actually a pretty big downgrade from life outside the eternal zeitgeist but if you win you'll be practically immortal losers on the other finger (laughs) become lions witches and wardrobes oh my well i don't want to be a wardrobe so what was your name everyone here calls me schmeagle but my real name is robert smeagol wait a tick aren't you the triumph the insult comic dog guy (laughs) good detective work Idiot! Now, <laughs> Robert Smigel whispers in Flight of the Concords guy's ear, then points him in one direction and takes off in another. Interior, Lair of the Lords, a little later. Upon entering this speakeasy built inside of a giant tree, Smigel finds several gross-looking dudes playing cards. Gollum, a gremlin with Benjamin Button disease, hugs his leg. <laughs> <laughs> Smeagol, my precious... Gandalf, like Dumbledore, but homophobic instead of gay, combs his beard with his wooden staff and pulls rank. Gross. Stop. LZOTR should not be doing PDA, should they, Bilbo? He eyes Will Smith's legendary caddy character, Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> oh hell no. Nah. Barks of agreement from Frodo, a.k.a. Toto from Wizard of Oz, now that he's here because of the Witness Protection Program. Even Frodo understands and agrees. Gollum dismounts from Smigel's leg. Sorry we are, Gandalf. Did you come up with the gold Tolkien's yo, me Smeagol? I- I'm about to. The hell does that mean? I just stopped at the bet hut and went quadruple or nothing. Psh. Are you insane? Let's find out. I met a new competitor and I believe he has what it takes to win. It's the guy from Flight of the Concords. Me love, which one glasses hair? Smigel shrugs. <laughs> Aren't you both in comedy together? 
Depends who you ask. Well, you better hope this pans out. <laughs> or you'll be moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air. <laughs> Exterior, Madison Square Forest, day. Along with everyone else in Narnia, Smigel, Gollum, Gandalf, Bilbo, and Frodo make their way into this legendary stadium. As former winners themselves, these freaks get box seats high above the playing area in a luxurious glass treehouse. They settle in and survey the participants below. You see my guy right there? Gandalf squints. Hmm, yeah, from here I can't really tell how shaggy his hair is or if he's wearing glasses or not. Of course you can't. Your eyes are 98,000 years old. Damn! Flute music blares interrupting their bickering and signifying the start of the tournament. The multi-day event plays out on screen in real time, which explains this movie's notorious length. Here are the highlights. Flight of the Concords guy relies on his guitar-trained hands to win the ring toss competition. Woo! Look at that! Bringing home a victory right out of the gate. So? You know it's best out of five. I'm gonna be so rich. Either that, or you'll be in some wild, wild debt. <laughs> There's no way your guy is beating my guy in the next round, Smeagol. Sure enough, Michael Jordan's cigar habit pays off as he wins the competition to see who can blow the best smoke rings. <laughs> See, MJ's been training for this moment since the day he got cut from his high school smoking team. Sonic the Hedgehog dominates the competition to see who can use a ramp to grab the most rings hanging from the treetops. Mm, anthropomorph anthropomorphize we are. Lord the Singer wins the competition to see who can karaoke the best version of Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire. Ah, come on, the other musician from New Zealand should have won that. Smeagol, you've never been more of a joke to me, and that's saying something. Come on, guys, we've got a few minutes before the last event. Let's eat some corn dogs. Frodo barks up a storm. Frodo, chill. They're not real dogs. Kind of like Smeagol's gimmick. Everyone but Smeagol laughs and exits. He mutters to himself. Leave the insults to me, old man. Tensions rise when they return with their snacks and discover that Smeagol has locked them out of the box suite. You need to let us in, Smegma. Hmm, I disagree. I wasn't enjoying the hostility, so why don't you cool off and we can talk after I win. Flute music blares again to mark the start of the last round. A boxing ring has been constructed in the center of the arena, and each contestant now wears gloves while waiting to fight. Though neither of them stand any chance of winning this best-of-five ordeal, Alexander Graham Bell and Bill Simmons go hard in the first <laughs> match, beating the shit out of each other. Nervous, Flight of the Concords guy looks up to the skybox. Smigel nods. Flight of the Concords guy takes a deep breath, sneaks over to the judges' table, and rings the bell. The spectators erupt in cheers because this total underdog just figured out the secret game and won the whole thing. Smigel throws his fists up victoriously and runs right over to the glass to taunt Gandalf. Holy shit, this is how I come. An unofficial on the floor or an official on the floor raises Flight of the Concords guy's ring finger, effectively pronouncing him the day's winner. The crowd cheers, then demands a speech. The champ complies. Thanks so much, everyone. It's an honor to be a Lord of the Rings. It's my understanding that I'll just sort of be stuck here in the eternal zeitgeist. In this role, I'm definitely gonna miss being half of one of the only funny musical comedy acts to ever exist. But I'm glad I'm not a wardrobe. Experiencing <laughs> happiness for the first time in decades, Smigel opens the door to let everyone back into the box. I can finally get you all those Tolkien's I owe. How great is that? Bam! Gandalf bashes Smigel's skull in with his wooden staff. Practically immortal was right. Death is possible, and Smigel is proof. <laughs> Remember how I'm a legendary golf caddy? <laughs> you just found your swing. They all laugh as they step over <laughs> Smigel's corpse, return to their seats, and blissfully chow down on some corn dogs in celebration of the deal they signed at the concession stand. Yes. This was the infamous day that these Lords of the Rings agreed to have their stories adapted and used to build the world of uncut gems, where they live anxiously ever after. <laughs> the end. Well, you nailed the voices. <laughs> <laughs> Is Gollum a Yoda? 
What is Gollum? Is Yoda? Gollum no. a Yoda? I've never seen Not Star Wars see. either, but I my understanding <laughs> in my brain they talk the same. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what do you think Yoda is? A little, a you know, kind of like a big guy, <laughs> right? I mean, is they're both kind of a Yoda. <laughs> they're both short, and they both don't speak correct english okay so. Look, i don't make a, that. a lot of good merch for this podcast but is Gollum a yoda might be on a t-shirt is Gollum is Gollum a yoda yeah i mean so schmeagle and Gollum are not two separate things <laughs> yeah i don't want to get that's you know number one there's a lot of uh lore and change and it's hard to get into Lord of the Rings stuff in basic, quick descriptions. Um, but I'm glad I didn't commit to doing a Gollum voice early on, because that would have been embarrassing when I wasn't even that character in the script. <laughs> <laughs> and when I couldn't do it at all in any capacity. Uh, he's just, I, guess, I don't know how the best way to describe Gollum is like a disheveled, impoverished, uh, like Schmeagel searching to get the ring back and sort of just at the expense of his entire being. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever see Split? No. no. Why would I? Why would I even ask that? That was. Hey, just I know you haven't seen Lord of the Rings question. or Star Wars. Did you check out Split? <laughs> Did you check uh, out Split every night? I'm not, I watch I'm it every night. Yes, and say the exact last movie Shar has watched was Uncut Gems. <laughs> well, you would be. You would have been correct like two days ago. I rewatched it for the purposes of writing this. Okay. Uh, but I have since watched oh. one other movie. What was it? Uh, Waking Up Ned. Or Waking Ned something. I don't remember. It's like it an Irish like movie. Sounds like it really stuck with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you almost remembered the whole title. <laughs> Wake, waking Ned Divine. That's the name of it. You forgot the word divine. Yes. <laughs> It wasn't wow. even up or the. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah, Gollum is like Smeagol's like like a like a split personality that was caused because of the the ring, the the evil of the ring. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So he, uh, you know, okay. I, we don't have to explain. So I had. One I don't think we're the lore. Inaccuracy is what you guys are saying. The, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure we're the lore away from Shar investing ten and a half hours in something. <laughs> I uh, uh, I love that you have Bilbo, nailed uh, Bilbo, Smeagol, nailed Bilbo. What is what is the actual golf movie's name? Bagger Vance. Vance. Yeah, that's right. I couldn't remember got the entire it, time. Got it. But it was making me laugh to imagine that that movie was called The Legend of Bilbo Baggins. The Legend of Bilbo Bagger Vance. Yeah, that yeah. should have been a game on this podcast. Though. It really is too appropriate of a thing for this dumb podcast. Yeah. Um, have you seen Narnia? Now I don't even know like where you're pulling the... You had so much knowledge about the Chronicles of Narnia. You knew the whole subtitle to Chronicles of Narnia, and you forgot the movie you watched yesterday. I All I knew was <laughs> SEO keywords from it. I don't... Like, I couldn't okay. tell you. It, like, I genuinely was like, where is... Is Narnia the same thing as Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe? I couldn't remember. Yeah, that's yes, sort of it like is. its Fellowship of the Ring. That's its tagline for okay. the first... For the book. There's a lot of muddled fantasy waters, and I'm not a huge expert on Lord of the Rings, but it seemed early to the game with most of this stuff, as far as elves and orcs and the words that have like become common nouns. I guess mm-hmm. was 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 Tolkien, who I wasn't Tolkien. Didn't he was he was he, in a he was in a war. He was I know he was like in a war, but I mean mm-hmm. in World a war. war. World the War Great One, War, as they called it. <laughs> he was, wasn't he in that fight? What was that fight? Oh yeah, World War One. <laughs> or, or maybe it was World War Two. <laughs> there's a lot of. I think one of those. Something that I grasp every once in a while when I think about the scope of like World War One and World War Two is that this is you know a huge, the, maybe the most famous, as famous of an author of a, an entire century. And he still had to go to this war, and so it's not just like <laughs> soldiers weren't just soldiers. There was like this some artsy teen sitting around thinking about uh, inventing a language for a book, like in a trench, and he's hoping he doesn't get like gassed. God and damn, I'm glad he didn't. So real. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they got drafted. They didn't choose to sign up to go to war. It's just, yeah, the, just the even thought of that is is kind of terrifying when you actually think about the reality of it. <laughs> yeah. You could be doing anything and then he... just get a letter in the mail that's like, hey, you're going to go to war now. <laughs> I know. And he didn't even spend war writing his own King Lear. He had to wait until he got home to do it. <laughs> uh, but that's like the, I guess that's what we talk sometimes on here about. I, I, and I wonder if specifically if you think Marvel's success has taken away from the memory of Lord of the Rings. Maybe it's more for Jonathan, who I think has seen mm. any of all these movies. But all remember them, when yeah. Lord of the Rings was the biggest thing in the whole world? The movies were the biggest yeah. thing in the whole world. Well, here's what Marvel never was able to do that Lord of the Rings was, which is get both the, you know, popular appeal and the appeal of, like, critics in the sense of, like, awards. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think Return Return of the the King King. won, like, ten Oscars. Yeah, exactly. And the other two were nominated. They, They didn't win a lot, but they were... Every single one of them was nominated every year. Like they got, a bunch they would of all be nominated for like eight to ten awards, and then win a couple of uh, uh, technical yeah, like, based right. ones, and then Return of the King won Best Picture, I think, didn't it? Yep. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it, it was like they were like, okay, we got to give these this thing all the awards. <laughs> like it was like an Emmy television show on its last season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really just like throw it at Matt, throw the stuff at Mad Men. Breaking Bad's not on anymore. <laughs> Mad Men's got one season left. Throw the awards at it. Yeah, but this is, it's weird to think that at some point we had, people had to learn what elves were in the terms of like fantasy and learn what orcs were because now they're just sort of used by everything. Well, right. When I hear both of those, I think Keebler and I think whales, you know, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not thinking about any of Tolkien's Thus brings us to the greatest lawsuit of the early 20th century, (laughs) Keebler versus Tolkien. And uh, Sea World versus Tolkien. Well, the, I was going to add. It's funny that you you did put Narnia because C.S. Lewis and uh, Tolkien were they were friends, and they both had this like kind of Christian um, uh, influence on them and in their and their books. Interesting. Uh, yeah. So not not too not the too book, far the, off. Actually, the story that ends with the return of the king. <laughs> had something to do with jesus the story that ends with thought dead man returns to rule i wish i mean it's crazy that he was like i gotta tell the story of jesus but it's got to be so much longer i need so i need so much more to say than just what was said in the bible yeah i don't even i think it i can't remember if it was i really enjoyed reading it i think i really enjoyed people in middle school seeing it was in my backpack Mm. right right yeah because you looked like that was a you're like oh i'm reading lord of the rings i'm you know i'm smart yeah like a sort of like the nerd that you can't make fun of like a high brow nerd Right. But then I did like them, you know, like it is only uh, like a lot. Of, the first 500 pages gets you into it. And then the middle thousand <laughs> is where the meat is. But then the last 700, that's when you get the denouement of the entire thing. That's like you um, always talk about people saying like, you got to just give it two seasons of the show and then it gets good. That's my favorite television explanation. It's like, give it three seasons and then for four episodes, it's great. And then it's hard to end stuff. And you're like, oh, I'm not going to watch 73 hours for 40 good minutes and then have to put up and see what happens. Um, I I distinctly remember going to movie theaters to see Return of the King. And I saw all of them in movie theaters. I think sort of remember like opening night type of things. I think I went to an opening night. So you're there at midnight to, I want to say noon to see Return of the King. And it ends five times. Oh my and God. That was a big would thing. Stand up. The screen would fade literally. At what is distinctly an ending. People would stand up and then it would come back in. And by the end, the very, when. The last time, not even no spoiler here. Like, so they get out of the the, the, the they they get back to the Shire. All this stuff the is happening. The ring is destroyed. <laughs> the ring is destroyed, which has been a f- big focal point of the last twelve hours. <laughs> and then it fades to black. This is when it should, and then it comes back up. A guy who had stood up goes, "You gotta be kidding me!" and sit back, sat back down in the movie theater chair. <laughs> 
mad it was also that he's like, getting more entertainment than he paid for. <laughs> well, movies are like this all the time now, but this was one of the first ones where it was like, oh, we're sitting in a three-hour movie, like a blockbuster film, not like you know Malcolm, like Spike Lee's Malcolm X. Like right. this was one of the you know it was like Titanic, and then this where you were like, oh, this movie is really long, like and there's and then, no bathroom yeah, break. <laughs> even Return of the King is 20, 25 minutes longer than the other two that it just and it. Yeah, there was like early, early movies were long, like two and a half hours, you know, like Gone with the Wind and things like that. But then movies became just straight up blockbuster entertainment and Jaws is 95 minutes or whatever it is. And all these ones were like, let's get these out. This was like the mashup of all of this. This was the biggest event and the longest event. And boy, do nine-year-olds not like that. (laughs) I've never heard of, I guess, this title. This is one of the one of the lord of the rings movies return of the king yeah okay. yeah it's the third it's the third and it is a king of jedi third and final chapter you're uh, the worst actually <laughs> <laughs> there's another shirt uh, is the is, king a jedi is gollum a yoda i mean i would like to just wear that around like disneyland or universal studios and just watch people get upset <laughs> Or just like, uh, it just says Gollum and has a picture of Yoda on it. <laughs> Have you seen uh, Game of Thrones at all? No. No, of course not. Um. And I was, I had like comparisons to it in a draft of this that I was like, I don't know what I'm right. doing and I need to cut space. Here, <laughs> yeah, you so. wouldn't want inaccuracies to remain in the script. <laughs> You wouldn't want to mix different lore at all. Yeah, I want to be very respectful of uh, now, these things uh, everyone Shart, loves. Is this all canon? I would love to make the Sharnomatic uh, universe that we have from your various scripts and uh, just sort of pull things together for what is what is canon for your universe, which is that uh, most of the Lord of the Rings takes place in the um, double door locked entry to a jewelry store. <laughs> Oh my god. I also love that you, the random bits of information you do know. So obviously you know this was filmed in New Zealand. That's why you have Flight of the Conquerors. Uh, well, no, truly I I knew that one of them was in it, I think. Like uh, or I so I shouldn't say I know, but like I I Wait, is that right? I, 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 so again, I'm not sure if it was a fever dream that I am having oh. or if they just did a bit where they were in that world. Now I'm remember I'm remembering you <laughs> yes, one of them was in the ho- one of the Hobbit movies, and he played, <laughs> and that's a, a dragon. that's a different thing. It it's connected to the Lord okay. of the Rings universe, but it is a different thing. Lord of the so Rings. So I'm is actually like, looking it up yeah. right now, and I've never seen a thing where everyone was right at the same time <laughs> while disagreeing. <laughs> Brett McKenzie was in the Hobbit, but also played a different elf. In the background of the Fellowship of the Ring, sitting next to Aragorn during the council in Rivendell. Wow. Um, <laughs> Char nodding along like any of the words after <laughs> like Brett made sense that. to him. Uh, I, I like, oh, Rivendell. Brett. Yeah, 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 Rivendell. Yeah. <laughs> so I know what background it, is. That's even just more confusing because wow. he played so, two different elves. Yeah, so he was in two, he was two different characters in the Lord of the Rings, he's like, uh, he's the, um, I was going to say Chris, but then I forgot which Chris, Evans. <laughs> he plays, uh, he's two different superheroes in the yeah, same world. Yeah, two different superheroes. Yeah, exactly. So they have actually, because it's Brett McKenzie and he's famous, the uh, Lord of the Rings fandom has actually named, or the movie name, it's a fan-derived name for an unnamed elf in Lord of the Rings movie, and his, uh, Brett McKenzie's elf name is Figwit. All right. Um, well, there we go. It's well, there just, we go. But he doesn't say anything. He just sits there. That's what all I ever want to be in stuff. It would be nice to talk in stuff or whatever. I would love to just die in everything. <laughs> I wanted so badly to get in the last season of Fargo. took place in Kansas City. I wanted so badly to die in it. <laughs> just put me on the street and shoot me or something. But right. they don't. whoever runs the Twitter doesn't make that decision. <laughs> Sadly. 
I know, but that's just all I want is to like be die funnily and stuff. Like get smashed. Remember the Titanic when the one guy Shar Titanic's movie about a boat. I've seen it. Do you remember in Titanic? Okay, yeah. <laughs> when the one guy falls and his head hits the propeller and he tumbles down. Yes, that is guy. like I would love that to be my most famous role. <laughs> that's all I want. Is there's got to be I some s- sort of casting agency for like decastitation or something, <laughs> some sort of decapitation. That sounds like my balls get cut off. Um, if there's just if anyone listening. Which is there isn't. Uh, <laughs> they turned this off a long time ago. Can please let me? Yeah, yeah. No one's listened far enough in a podcast to hear figwit, uh, <laughs> which sounds like something Triumph would call somebody. Die. It does <laughs> for me to figwit. Um, please let me die and stuff. Even if you're making a short film in L.A., I'll come die if it takes less than a day. And we're far apart, and it's in the future. I'm vaccinated. Kill me, Shar. Um, <laughs> Shar, who do you think the bad guy is in Lord of the Rings? Oh God, uh, do you have any guess of the name of the bat of the the big bad of Lord of the Rings? I, uh, no, I really don't. <laughs> like, do you even know what he looks like or what he? I'm picturing. <laughs> this is definitely not it. Um, but in Cabin of the Woods, <laughs> there's like a okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's like some sort of like fire monster kind of guy at the end um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's the closest guess i've got right yeah it's not terrible there's a fiery eye okay yeah it's, you know uh, so just he, like an eyeball like a it's just, just an, an eyeball, eyeball it's at the, it's literally the top just an of a, a very skinny mountain okay Almost like a pedestal. Okay. Like a tall yeah. pedestal. You know what? Describing it makes it sound crap. Sounds like a pedestal. <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. Char's like, it's a big fire monster. I'm like, no, no, no. Eye. It's an eye. <laughs> can it can it move? Uh, yeah, but only only so, rotating on its <laughs> huge what's, mountain pyre. So, how does it, it kill can look you? at you? It really looks at you. It really, really <laughs> it looks, looks at deep you. into your soul. It's, it's so wow, I've actually never explained <laughs> how lame the the big bad of Lord of the Rings is. So there's a, because, there's no other bad yeah. guys. Oh, there's way scarier ones that die off in the uh, lore flashbacks. <laughs> In a flashback, all the bad guys die except the eyeball. The eye commands a bunch of orcs. How does he command them? Again, we don't. He looks. He at looks them. at them. Uh, he also commands who I would describe as uh, skinnier Gandalf. <laughs> he really owns them all. That's yeah, the right. bad there's guys a, seem weak. There's an evil Gandalf that looks like yeah. Gandalf. That would have been a good guess. Gandalf's tight though. <laughs> Yeah, just I'm, instead of like a wizard's cape, he's got like a leather jacket on. <laughs> More of a cloak. Look, uh. we can't. If you sit here and have us describe it, we're gonna like it less. So, <laughs> but I've never, yeah, I've never talked Sauron out. Like that is that's the truly the now. Guy. If you ever need to make someone dislike Lord of the Rings, just say describe the bad guy. <laughs> it's so real I, that's the first time i've ever actually talked about it and realized yeah. how kind like of you lame describe it is. other bad guys like uh if you're like uh, uh thanos the bad guy the marvel thing well he's huge and buff and strong and mm-hmm. magic and has a double-edged sword and can manipulate <laughs> all these things with these gems so mm-hmm. like okay that's kind of what a bad guy is mm-hmm. if you're yeah. like who's the what's another fantasy thing even Narnia, like it's like a it's like a, a a wicked witch who can who's who has magic and can turn people into stone. You know, like that's yeah, that, that's scary. Yeah, that's a bad guy. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other. Pretty much every super villain is a bad like a good thing. Even like maybe sometimes when you describe Superman, you're like, who's the bad guy in Superman? You're like he's rich. Um, <laughs> his house is tall. He's got a lot of money. <laughs> He has so much money. Um, sometimes he's bald. Sometimes he's not, depending on when the social network came out. Uh, <laughs> now, I know who the bad guy is in the social network. It's the same as the bad guy in Superman. Oh, I, I was just thinking it was Zuckerberg. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking it's Jesse Eisenberg. Okay. So, they're the same. Okay. Yeah. 
Do you know who Jesse Eisenberg is? Yeah, uh, Michael Sarah 2.0. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> or honestly, like 0.5. Like because <laughs> you like laughing. You yeah, don't I like, prefer uh, Sarah. <laughs> That's uh, that'll uh, be your book. You write about him. It'll be Michael Sarah, plain and tall, <laughs> just about how you like prefer his things. To <laughs> That's for nobody. So- have you seen uh have you seen Pirates of the Caribbean? No, that was also on this list of, of movies that I almost wrote Got for it. this. Yeah. So have you ever seen Orlando Bloom act? <laughs> I don't think I have. I think I know him as the guy with the nose, and that's it. Right. You're thinking of like, Owen Wilson. <laughs> now Owen Wilson I've seen plenty of movies. <laughs> right, of course. It's comedies. Yeah. That's f- right. I mean Pirates is kind of funny. <laughs> It's, uh, like, I like the first Pirates of the Caribbean does this thing that I like where they're like, uh, we didn't try as hard anymore, but they're kind of more fun. Like they just we do. The first one was based on a friggin' roller coaster, right? Like a theme park ride. A theme park Wait, the ride, ride preceded so the movie. Good. Yes. Correct. Yes. It wow. has to be the first movie based on a theme park ride to get nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> I think that's probably true. <laughs> and it's crazy that that wasn't it, Whiplash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? There's like 17 or 18 more Pirates movies. And they're right. all just sort of like... Really, fantasy movies haven't either get the thing to, get the thing to the thing, kill the guy. There's kind of not a lot of ways... Or uh, find the girl. There's kind of not a lot of ways that they play out. Um but it's right. Pirates of the Caribbean just sort of starts being like, what are wet words people know? <laughs> and then that's what the movie's based on. Like, isn't his dad at some point, like, uh, who's the famous... Ge- right. Da- oh, Daniel- this isn't his dad. But- I can't remember. They Davy all- Jones. All- Davy Jones, right. that's right. Yeah. They're like, uh, what? all right, this one's based on the word we know about pirates. <laughs> and then they wrote backwards <laughs> yeah. from just the words Davy Jones. And I'm like, right. that's fine. They got yeah, Tentacle there's- Guy. <laughs> They got uh, barnacle is in it a lot. Mm-hmm. They say the word mm-hmm. barnacle a lot. Mm-hmm. End of the world, it... flat the flat Earth, flat yeah. Earthers. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean is a great movie for flat Earthers. They love yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> is it? Would you say it's a propaganda film? Honestly, slightly. It, it's funny because it's insidious because the first two aren't about that at all, and then it leads up to the third one, which originally was the last one, but and then they made seven more. But <laughs> and I mean, to be fair, the uh, superhero in the fourth one was Q um, from QAnon, so I, I felt like that one was a little on the nose as well. When jo- when uh, Johnny Depp just can't remember his password to log into 4chan for about two and a half hours, and it's him like Aunt, they're like, "Who? Okay, what's your father's middle name?" And he's like, "Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I know it's Yar, but I can't remember how many R's." <laughs> Please click on all of the barnacles, and he's like clicking, and he's like, "That's a crosswalk, not a barnacle," and his password won't reset. <laughs> This will be fun to get the podcast on some lists. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny because there's so many famous, there's so many people whose career was made from Lord of the Rings. Um, and I'm just realizing like you, you like know who they are, but you don't really, you've never really was, seen them. Was Kira Knightley? Like, Vigo, Vig- in? Well, that was No, pirates. you're thinking of pirates. <laughs> <laughs> but fair, but honestly, fair enough. I brought that into the combo. Uh, no, it was, uh, what's her name? Um, uh, oh God, flip! I'm that's, forgetting her name now. That's why you can tell how famous Liv Tyler. <laughs> Liv Tyler, Lord of the thank Rings. you. Um, Kate Blanchett, who was also famous from Aerosmith music videos. Yeah, those are, that's where I've um, seen them. Orlando Bloom, um, Viggo Mortensen. Have you seen him act in anything? Yes, he isn't he in Uncut Gems? Viggo Mortensen. No, what am I thinking of? No, no. Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I I feel like I saw Viggo Mortensen in something recently, but I don't remember what. Oh no, uh, you, he was in I Green do this a lot. <laughs> yeah, I confuse Viggo Mortensen and Kevin Garnett a lot, <laughs> so that's probably where you're <laughs> you're getting hung up on. Both were Jesus figures to people in Boston. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of famous Viggo Mortensen movie. He was in um. He was in the road. 
there's no way you no. ever saw that. That's the, literally an anti-comedy. <laughs> That's the movie. It's the darkest film I've ever seen. You're trying to think of Viggo Mortensen movies? The fucking Lord of the fucking Rings. Well, I know, but he's, <laughs> he hasn't seen Lord of the Rings. Um, he's in like Eastern Promises, A History of Violence. No movies. There's a lot of movies where he yeah. sort of watches stuff happen around him and then fixes okay. it with a fight. Yeah. Yeah, Shars has no... If, if you saw Viggo Mortensen on the street, you would have no yeah, clue. Yeah, no idea. Is. Yeah. <laughs> and then Green Book. <laughs> and Green Book, like, yeah. I can't think of anything, you know. Yeah, that's a, that's amazing. Right. Yeah, there's so many care- there's so many people who you have you have no clue. Yeah, you've never seen a Peter Jackson film. Uh, not to my knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Did you just see the three and a half hour King Kong no. uh, movie with Jack Black? No. It was pretty Jack good. Jack Black didn't draw you in. No, but I did. I recently <laughs> watched School of Rock for the first time. Pretty oh good. My God. <laughs> it was pretty I good. Do like, I actually do like School of Rock. I, I love yeah, that movie. Uh, I like a movie where you're just like, this is what this actor was invented to yeah. do. <laughs> this He was born for this particular thing at this exact time, and it was perfect. Yeah. And that was he was so good yeah. in that. It was very fun. He was, yeah. So, and I'm looking at Peter Jackson's... Uh, he, this dude spent a lot of times making Lord of the Rings stuff, and then right yep. in between it, the lovely bones. <laughs> and are you? Is that you describing the show Bones, or the title is? <laughs> it's me describing the show, the lovely, because uh, I don't think it's flushed out as much as it should be. Um, I just think they could really tighten the script. You talking up. about the one with Paul Rust and uh, Jillian Jacobs? What do I think? Mm. The Frightener? No, he wouldn't. District Nine? Now I'm trying to think about like what movies even Peter Jackson like produced. Charmin, you know, District Nine was popular. (laughs) We got a couple games that that we're gonna wrap up with here on the podcast. The first game is called Before and Afters. Before and Afters. How it works is two movies have been smushed together into one movie. I will tell you the smushed together plot. You tell me the smushed together title. Uh, for instance, we could have The Lord of the Ringu. That could be one. Or The Lord of the Ring. That could be The Lord of the Rings and Ring put together. Um, I can't think of any other Lord of the Rings ones. But we get the idea. Wolf of Wally Street. Saving Private Silverman. There's a lot of ways these titles could end up. I'll read you the plot you tell me the title. Uh, you can work together, or Jonathan, you can do it alone when Char hasn't heard of either of the movies. <laughs> I even tried to find ones he'd maybe heard of one or two of the movies in. It's Lost hard. <laughs> um, I almost did Dogma and Ma, but then I thought I might lose him on, on Ma, so we didn't do Dogma. I think I, I'm uh, aware he, of that one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Seen the memes. Mm-hmm. Starring... I forget her name. <laughs> this is a complete setup. I forget her name. <laughs> I know she's yeah, good. It's okay. I'll give you a clue. Her first name is Octavia. Oh, is it Octavia Spencer? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that was a. There have been worse clues. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you had given me Spencer, I would not have gotten the rest. I'll I'll admit that. Yes, I, I think that's true. <laughs> All right, here we go. Movie number one. A white basketball hustler has the ability to instantly travel to any place he can imagine. White men can't jump is the first one, I think. Right. Uh, instantly travel to any place. Jumper? Is it uh, white man can't jumper? That's that teamwork. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, number two. A man comes upon the aftermath of a murderous drug deal and finds cash that was left behind and is hunted by the man who earned that cash knocking over three Vegas casinos. Okay, wait. Can you repeat it one more time? Yeah, sorry. I literally ate peanut butter toast before I said it. The rudest possible thing I can do. I am sorry. I am so hungry. I ate peanut butter like, and then had it licking it like a when you taunt a dog. <laughs> Why do I think my video is not on? <laughs> I'm so hungry. All right, here we go. A man comes upon the aftermath of a murderous drug deal and finds cash that was left behind and is hunted by the man who earned that cash, knocking over three Vegas casinos. 
It's no country for old men and three Vegas casinos. Men. Hmm. I'm trying to think of a of a of a casino heist movie with men as the first. I'm almost or, positive or it's no country uh, for casino country for old men royale. This one fits together really poorly. <laughs> this is maybe oh. the worst smash I've ever smashed together in the history of the show. <laughs> or, or right, because it could be like N. Uh, wait, read the second plot again. <laughs> All right. And is hunted by the man who earned that cash knocking over three Vegas casinos. Casino. All right. I'm going to read this one. This one might be on me. I'm going to say it's definitely on me. What Notions country for old 11 men. <laughs> oh, my God, Kyle. <laughs> I see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I was... It's so funny because I was thinking about Ocean's Eleven, but I was like, well, there's no way to fit Ocean's Eleven in this title. So right. what am Not I doing? Without ruining wrong? the game and the integrity of the entire thing I've said. I up. mean, you say you don't it have was much just some chimera. I think that belongs on a shirt, uh, you, Kyle. No notions Javier Bardem choking out a crap stealer. How did you? Um, I'm still trying to remember how you did that. No, you said no. <laughs> notions country said no, for old notions, eleven men. Eleven men. Notions country for old eleven men. <laughs> eleven men. Don't what? butcher it. <laughs> eleven men. Eleven men. I've never typed out more words with a red squiggly <laughs> line under them in a row. You just you just took different syllables from the titles and then put them in front of each other like with no no logic. It's not even like yeah. <laughs> Ocean's when Eleven you, was once together. again. It sounds like you're describing Sauron when you say it all out. The magic is gone here. When you print that on the shirt, please include the red squiggly lines underneath all of it. Notions, it won't even let me print that. It somehow violates copyright. They're like, these letters do not go together. We can't, (laughs) our printer cannot handle this. Notions country for old 11 men. (laughs) All right, here's our last one. This one makes more sense, hopefully. The world's mightiest heroes team up to raise their daughter and relaunch their career after returning home. What? I mean, it's it's Avengers. It's uh, uh okay. Raise their daughters and relaunch their career. God, it's so hard that Daniel. Uh, yeah, you're just totally zero help, like anti. I mean, what are <laughs> what's the uh what's the full Avengers title? Wait, is this is there anything else? Well, to well, so okay. there's three. It's the Avengers, and then there's Avengers Age of Ultron, and then there's Avengers, actually there's four, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame. Okay. Uh, uh, so, it's, okay, it's, wait, say it one more time for me, please, thank you. I'll try and even elaborate a little bit. The world's mightiest heroes team up to raise their daughter and relaunch their career after um, returning to his father's home in New Jersey. Hmm. Is that? No, that's not Garden State. That's a different movie. <laughs> uh, raise their daughter and re- We are looking for the Avengers girl. <laughs> Jersey girl. Wow. That one you I've never seen that movie. Yeah, no one has. You got to just hope you can guess the title on that one. <laughs> um, all right, we're skipping one segment, and we're going to get to our final game. And this game is called Guess What Movie Kyle's Dad is Describing, having only watched the trailer and never having heard of the movie. Okay. Okay. How this works is my dad watched a movie trailer. He will describe it. I will play the audio of him describing it, and you have to guess what movie he is describing. Does that make yes. sense? Mm-hmm. Jonathan, for context, my dad has not been to a movie theater since he saw Space Jam, so he does not know <laughs> anything. 
right, here we go. I hope he sees the new Space Jam. Okay. So he just asks the girl out at the bank. Bold move. So there's a pilot, and he has to go to court. Now he's on the phone with the FBI. Busy guy. He is generally well-dressed. He's back on the airplane spending the most time there. While I think the FBI searches for him. A lot of quick cuts. A lot of men in glasses. And women with long hair. Wait. Is this Apollo 13? Wait. No. Okay, now. The main guy has long hair. And is tapping at a kid through a window. He's surrounded by paper. Yelling. Merry Christmas. The FBI is getting close. Your phone's not even on. I, I think I know what this is. All right. We'll let my dad finish asking my mom to uh, pause her voice memos. <laughs> All right. Do we have a guess? Go for it. Yeah. Is this uh, Catch Me If You Can? Never heard of it. <laughs> Never heard, I think of I've it? heard of it? I've heard the Wait, expression. I've heard what? people say that, but I don't know that I knew it was a movie. <laughs> the expression, it's all five letter words or less. <laughs> All right. You've heard uh, the expression on the schoolyard <laughs> <laughs> when you were playing tag. We were that movie. Yeah, it's like I've, the I've, heard, the, I've heard the expression. Char's like, I've never heard of the movie. I've heard the word up. <laughs> All right, I got one more that I'm pretty sure is a movie Char has seen. Do we want to do this one? It's an older one. Uh, yeah, catch catch me if you can. Is with Tom Hanks and uh, Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio. I think. That's when he said, "Is it Apollo 13? I was like, "That's what made me know for sure that it was Catch Me If You Can." Is that the first time he has made a guess during this game? <laughs> I would say so. Um, he he loves Tom Hanks, but I don't think he knows yeah, his name. Yeah. I was hearing that in I double. It. I don't know if anyone else was. I I also was hearing it in double, which was which threw yeah. me off a bit, but it made it. Oh fun. yeah, I don't it know. Felt Maybe like it was, it was too a little. Loud. Here, we'll try like this. it was a Let little harder. If this one's also in double. Okay. He wants those kids to tell his friends. Now he has a mustache and is in a pool. They're arguing about how to pronounce his safe word. They're all saying the same thing about themselves. He did a bunch of crunches and is ready to fight. Now he got hit in the face. He's planning one big one. That definitely hurt. They didn't have time to make it right. Slow, dramatic show of him walking down the street with his friends, spinning out on a motorcycle. Everyone wants to see him do it. The mustache is definitely fake. He can't grow one. I mean, based on the fight thing, I would say it sounds like a Viggo Mortensen joint. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually Viggo Mortensen uses that phrase for his movies, too. (laughs) So, okay, I'm trying to track this. It was he has a mustache. He he, he's fighting, gets punched in the face. Slow motion with him and his friends. And then the motorcycle is throwing me off. Um. And who has a fake mustache? It's like Ben Stiller. Um. Oh, oh, is that? Are we on a track there with Ben Stiller? <laughs> Punched in the face. That would be in. No, it couldn't be Dodgeball. He does have a fake mustache. In yeah, Dodgeball, doesn't and he? in like Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I feel like he shows up in a couple of things. Yeah, but what's a fighting thing like? Like, uh, uh, what's that? What's that wrestling movie? But that none of this makes sense. What's the, where's the motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> Is there like an evil Knievel movie? I need it. Uh, yeah. I would need to hear that again. I'm. Is there oh, like a wait, Kyle, Knievel you movie? played this on a, I think I heard this on a recent episode, right? 
It could be. This is one we've done. I wanted to play because I think it's a movie we've I, seen. I, but I knew that you couldn't even remember having heard it one <laughs> Wait, hour is it Hot Rod? It is Hot Rod. Which it's I have <laughs> not seen. Oh, that feels like the sharest oh, of Shar movies I know to I see. And I actually will. Wait, so. That one I will see. Yeah. Got it. You got do it. know there's Funny stuff. three Hot Rods and they're all three hours and 15 minutes <laughs> Never mind, long, no, right? There's Hot Rod returning my keys, and then there's Hot Rod uh, the two hours, and then there's Hot Rod the Fellowship of the Ring. That first one's just a dead-on spoof. Oh, man. That's oh, the wow. thing. I should have focused on the motorcycle. I was focusing on the fighting, yeah. which That's was where they get you. That's called important. a misdirection. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- that's it for us. Daniel Starr, thank you for having never seen Lord of the Rings before. My pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Uh, Jonathan Braylock. Thank you for reading parts and having seen Lord of the Rings before. Uh, of please let everyone know where you guys are or if they got stuff to check you out. Blah, blah. Sure, yeah. Uh, just my website has a lot of stuff on it. Uh, DanielShar.com. Nice. Uh, yeah, I have a podcast called Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Uh, you know, you can get it wherever you get podcasts. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Braylock. J-O-N-B-R-A-Y-L-O-C-K. Also, if you haven't seen Astronomy Club on Netflix, check it out. So that's on Netflix. Astronomy Club is a sketch show. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, All right. Bye. A podcast network.